0: My name is Barbara Clifford and I have an unstoppable passion to create order out of chaos. I'm on a mission to help managers, business owners, and CEOs to unclutter the chaos and break free from the shackles of overwhelm so that they wake each day inspired and motivated to work in peak performance and live on purpose. During these solo podcasts, I lift the lid on my journey to minimize stress and maximize time. I will share with you the mistakes, the celebrations, the joys that come from helping busy people just like you to increase your productivity and your impact in the world around you, to go from chaos to calm, from stress to strength. One of the most common questions I get asked is, how do I deal with this asshole at work? Look, I know it's really rich language, but come on, let's be honest. This is what we really think. And this is what we say to our friends. Like, how do I deal with this asshole? Quite often, we have to deal with people that are really toxic, that are just sapping the life out of us. They're like energy vampires, and it's really disruptive and exhausting having to work with them. So here are some strategies that are going to help you be able to deal with that asshole at Work. So if you're dealing with an asshole at work, the energy that it's taking from you is a primal response. Now there's a part of our brain called the amygdala. It's a it's one of the early parts of our brain in terms of evolution. It was one of those first parts of our brain that formed. And it's like the alarm center. Now, when we are in a state of stress. It's when our well-being is under threat and our amygdala, because it is so primal, doesn't understand the difference between a perceived threat and a real threat. That means it doesn't understand the difference between a crocodile about to attack you and an asshole at work who's attacking you professionally and emotionally. The amygdala is this alarm centre that just sends out an alarm and alert that your well-being is under threat. Consequently, it sets off the flight or fight response and puts you into a stress response. So what you can do is use the more developed part of your brain which is more evolved which is for us humans that's a prefrontal cortex. Now that part of our brain is the very rational facts and figures, the very thought driven part of our brain. We can use that part of our brain to override what's going on for the amygdala. So all you need to do is some simple things like this. Remember my voice telling you low and slow. You want to do low and slow breathing. The moment you feel stressed and under attack, just remember low and slow. Slow down your breathing, center yourself, get yourself in control of the environment. That slow, low breathing also stimulates the vagus nerve, and this is a part of the body that sends signals all to the vital organs of your body as well as up to your brain, and when that's stimulated, the amygdala knows that we're not in a stress state, we're not in a stress response. The other thing you can do is visualize, use that prefrontal cortex to visualize a cylinder of protection around you and visualize those words, those barbed words that are firing at you, bouncing off the cylinder of protection that's around you. So they're hitting the cylinder and bouncing off. What it does is it tricks the amygdala. Remember, the amygdala does not understand the difference between real and perceived threat. So... The cylinder is a signal and a message that you're sending to the amygdala saying, it's okay, we are protected, we are guarded, and we are in control. So doing those two simple little things will enable you to better control your energy in that moment when you feel like you're being under attack from an asshole. The next thing you need to do is practice practice active listening. Now active listening is not just listening, it's not just hearing. Active listening is listening with your ears and listening with your eyes. Watch what's going on for that person. Look for all the signs and signals. What's happening in their environment? Are they actually not managing well with their time? Are they ill-equipped? Are they taking it out on you because they're out of control? Are they stressed and overwhelmed and, and handing it back onto you with all of their tensions and stressors? Or perhaps they're being passive aggressive. So they're not equipped with the skills And the ability to clearly communicate any issues with they have with you instead they're using sarcasm They're using underhanded comments. They're using side glances or eye rolls or eyebrow raises So what you need to do is really listen out for what that problem is And you want to get really really clear on it So if somebody's relaying all this information to you, the best thing you can do is take notes Remember be in control of your energy energy, listen and take notes for what they're actually saying. If you can't take notes, take mental notes. When all that information is got out, then you have the ability to actually reframe to them. So you can say things like, let me be clear. What you're saying is this, this and this. Is this right? Now, if they're being passive aggressive, they're not being clear. To give you an example, we've all had somebody who's probably said to us at some point, you're not wearing that, are you? Let's say it's your spouse or your partner that says it. You've probably reacted by saying, "What? What? What's wrong with what I'm wearing? Don't you like what I'm wearing? Is it inappropriate? Is that what's wrong with it? Is is the, is it the colour? What what don't you like about what I'm wearing?" Your immediate response is to get clear. What are they trying to say to you by that comment? That's a classic passive aggressive comment. So when somebody eye rolls, says an underhanded comment, or says something that's passive aggressive, that's having an attack but not really having an attack or is a bit sarcastic, get clear. Say to them, what are you trying to say? Looks like you're dissatisfied. Looks like you have an opinion on what I just said. Can I be clear on what that is? You want to bring it to the surface of what it is that they're actually saying to you. The next thing you can do, you really need to do is to detach. Remove yourself from the person and focus more on the problem. Detach from the emotion of what's actually going on. When you're doing that, you can be more ejected objective. So if you're using active listening and looking what's going on for that person in their environment, listening to the words, getting clear on the passive aggressive statements that they're making, you can actually detach and observe what's going on. It's really important that you communicate things without loaded emotion. So when you're talking to somebody about the issue or the problem, I like to think of it like a police report. You're just Stating the facts. You're stating things as they are. So rather than saying things like, I feel really overwhelmed and distressed and confused when you do this, you want to say things like, the method of communication we're using to talk with each other is not working for me and I'm not finding it a productive method of communication. Something along those lines. You're stating the facts rather than putting a mode of language into it. Then the next step is to be solution-orientated. This is really, really important. If someone is really giving you the shits, if you're dealing with this asshole at work, there's no point firing back at them with complaint. You want to be able to give them the preferred method of how you would like them to communicate or work with you. So no point going to them saying, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. You need to be able to say, when this happens, this doesn't work for me. What I would prefer to happen is if you did this, this and this. Once again, you can see that I am void of using emotive language in that. Rather than saying, when you do this, it really pisses me off. I'm actually giving a solution to that person of how I would like them to work with me. I like to think of it as help me help you. I want to work with you. I want to be supportive. I want to do what you need from me, but you've got to help me out here. Help me help you. And lastly, if you've got someone who is full of criticism, full of judgment, telling you everything you've done wrong or what you should be doing and you should be doing this and and why didn't you do this and you shouldn't do that, we all know someone who's like that. And our media response is normally one of two ways. We either go into a defense mode and so we justify we, why we said that, why we took that course of action, and we try and justify and defend our actions or our statements to the person that has criticised us. Or the other option is def- is retreat we go into retreat and we start to apologize and be apologetic for the words the actions and oh you're right i'm wrong oh i'm so wrong i'm so bad i shouldn't have done that yes you're right i'll do that next time so we either go into attack or retreat there is one other option this one is a really powerful one it's neutralizing the situation all you need to do is to state in a very simple way, without being sarcastic and without being loaded, simply say, thank you. Thanks for sharing. And that's it. Because what you're doing is acknowledging what they've said to you, but you're not willing to take the conversation further. You're not defending your actions. You're not justifying. You're not responding to what they've said. You're acknowledging that you've heard them. You're thanking them for their contribution, but you're neither taking it on board defending it or being apologetic for whatever's happened. It simply stops the conversation from going any further. Now, really what you need to be able to do to manage with an arsehole at work is to develop some skills in assertiveness. I'm not talking about you being overly confident or being aggressive and certainly not being passive. That's not what assertiveness is about. Assertiveness is being able to communicate your wants and needs in a way that is emotionally intelligent and professional. It's not loaded. It's not uh, in adverse. It's it's clearly communicating what your wants and needs in a way that's professional and emotionally intelligent. Thank you for listening to the Stress to Strength podcast. If you want to know more, head over to Facebook and search for our group, Resilient Leaders Managing Time, Stress and Wellbeing, or go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash live the calm. Join people from all over the world taking control of their busy lives to feel less overwhelmed and more in control. If you want to connect with us personally, visit hinwoodinstitute.com and access a whole bunch of free resources. I can't wait to connect with you. Remember, be kind to yourself and take time for yourself.